Hi everyone, I'm Kyra and this is At This Point I Don't Know and today's podcast is about K-pop and today I have two guests with me so they can introduce themselves starting with you Danielle. Hi, I'm Danielle. You can find me on Instagram and Twitter. Um, Twitter, you would find me at June the Stallion, but the I is a lowercase L. And you can find me on Instagram at Orithv, O-R-I-T-H-V. I'll include it in the description. <laughs> Just so it's easier. Um... Is my name? Okay. Yeah. <laughs> uh, hi. <laughs> Sorry. Hi, my name is Journey. Um, you can find me on Instagram at not not so journey. Um journey J-O-U-R-N-I with three eyes. And my Twitter is not journey with only one eye. Um yeah. Cool. So t- Let me start off with this. At this point in life, how are you guys? Are you guys striving? Are you struggling? Are you happy, sad? What's going on? I'm like a little bit of both. I'm striving, but I'm struggling. Like in my personal (laughs) life, (laughs) I would say that I'm striving a bit. Like if I could say like December 2019, I was not this good. So that's how I'm going to compare it. But school-wise, I'm struggling. I'm doing as many extra credit as I can. Yeah. It'd be like that. What about you, Journey? Um, 2019, I was I was also struggling, um, especially with um family problems where I had to, you know, leave New York to go down to Florida for a bit. Um, and I had to stop school as well, so I took a gap year. Uh I was going in twenty twenty with a good mindset, but then um Corona happened and it just went downhill, but I'm doing okay. Mentally still here, but yeah, I'm still doing okay. Kudos to you for taking a gap year and actually going back, because I would never. Yeah. <laughs> Sometimes when you just <laughs> stop, especially with college and school in general, it's just like, I probably stop for a reason. I'm going to stop here forever. Mm-hmm. That's how I feel. Yeah, it, it and trust me, I'm not, I'm so not a school person. Let's just get that out there. I'm not a school person. So it was very hard, but I at least just want to get my, um, my associates. That's it. Two years. Call it a day. And then if I want to do another two years to get my bachelor's, hopefully we'll You're trying. <laughs> You're trying. That's all that matters. Yeah. So today's topic is K-pop. So I tried to look up a definition of K-pop, but I mean, I think it's kind of different for everyone. But for me, I wrote that K-pop is Korean popular music, but sometimes other things get categorized under the umbrella, like movies and their culture and TV shows. But it's really just supposed to be Korean pop music. But, you know, sometimes people include other stuff. So I want to hear you guys' first experience with K-pop when you discovered it and how did it make you feel? Um, excuse me if you hear my nephew <laughs> yelling. <laughs> but um, it's, for me, the first thing I've ever seen K-pop related was probably Gangnam Style. But in my head, it didn't register as K-pop. So I was just mm-hmm. like, oh, this is everybody's favorite popular song right now. Um, but the real introduction to K-pop for me was in 2015, 2014, when EXO's Call Me Baby came out. 
mm-hmm. it was trending and it was like around the first year of high school it was trending and i was like this song slap <laughs> and i'm pretty sure for everybody else you know when you first see a group everybody looked the same so it was very hard for me but now when i look at excel i'm like how did i ever think that they all looked the same so but it was just a great song and then i listened to the album and it changed my life forever what about you guys um i want to say my first initial that i can really remember because i feel like i would classify myself as like a veteran <laughs> um same, with middle same. school and I think it was 21, so like second generation K-pop and mm. Big Bang, like those are my groups. Now YG Company, I don't really mess with it. But but then I kind of left it for a little bit when I got into high school, so I kind of revisited it like, yeah, after I graduated high school and that was with BTS. Um, it was the dope music video. I can't ever get the music video out of my head. <laughs> so yeah and i fell in love with them there's seven of them and at that time i was like that is a lot of people but then now as i go to discover that's ne- that's not even the max bro oh my gosh it's, it's really not doesn't not, like 17 it's... have like 13 people or something yeah there's 13 oh but NCT got more than that and that's NCT. 23 it's unlimited it's gonna get bigger <laughs> that's a whole it different is. topic they just added two new members right yeah shotaro yeah. i can't remember the second one I think it's Sue. I might be pronouncing this wrong. I don't want to get canceled for it, but I, I think it's Su Chan. I think so. I believe. I yeah, never recognized I think that's their another name. Japanese. I I think she, I don't know. <laughs> I, oh, I don't know. Yeah, I don't know, but it's one of it's those, okay. Yeah. If the K-pop stands are watching us, do not flame us. You know, it is hard to keep up with everyone. It is. Oh my gosh, it's so weird. debut every week, please. <laughs> every okay yeah no um for me i'm i'm the same with danielle i think i'm a k-pop veteran i got into my first k-pop group was fx with electric shock Mm -hmm. um and then when i got into it i was like okay i don't think nobody's listening to this i don't want anybody to think i'm weird because i listen to this so i think after that i just stopped but then I also was listening to Big Bang as well. So, and then I found one person that liked it, but she wasn't as in it as I was. So I was like, okay, this is weird. Let's not listen <laughs> to this. Everybody's going to get weird and whatever. Um, So I want to say as well, high school, I want to say freshman year. I got into it, of course, BTS. I think, but the song I think I got into was um, Just One Day. Oh my, oh my gosh just one day is like, like my favorite it's like don't you huh? have a feeling with just one day that you automatically become like fluent in korean why can i sing that so well yes right yeah <laughs> i can just give me that's crazy me how we all feel the same so well. we don't understand yeah. anything half the time but it's it just blows out our mouth it just it's like it's just that one song like, that changes everything and you feel like you you could go to Korea right you know now. the whole thing. Exactly. Um, yeah. And then BTS, just one day. Then after that, I just got into it. It went downhill so quick. I never thought I would listen to them as much as I do to this day. Mm-hmm. I thought, okay, this probably is going to stop. Because I think this is around when One Direction came in. So maybe BTS was like a void for me because I was so upset when they broke up. But then after that, 
after mm-hmm. I was like, I was like, okay, I am a little bit too much addicted, but I kind of like it. <laughs> and next thing you know, like I'm finding, I find all these other groups, and ever since then, I've been a K-pop fan. Like I've been I'm doing a like birth. I don't know. It's just so much doing with K-pop. It's it's commitment. It's commitment. It's like real expensive. <laughs> expensive commitment and just so much energy mm-hmm. that I never thought I would put myself in with a group in general, with any boy group. We'll get into expensiveness later. But you guys both mentioned that like you heard K-pop before, but you really got into it with BTS. So when I first heard K-pop, I'm I'm like one of those competitive thinkers. So I've like always loved boy groups. So like I was into B2K and B5 and One Direction. Um, I wasn't into mm-hmm. white. Um, what's that group called? Five Seconds of Summer. I wasn't really into them. Oh, I love them. I didn't really feel it. It's okay to like them. I just I didn't really feel it. And then like in the past like three years, I'm into this group called Pretty Much. So mm-hmm. I've always been into boy bands. And so when I started, I was like a competitive thinker. So I'm like, I'm only going to listen to EXO. If it's not EXO, I don't want to hear it. I don't want to breathe it. So that's the type of thinking I was on. And I kind of took a break. Like once I found it freshman year, I didn't revisit K-pop as much until like the end of junior year, senior year. And it was BTS that made me so like extra invested so even though I was listening to EXO for like the same few albums for like three years, don't even get me started on how Coco Bob was like the biggest song that was the worst song, but it's all we had for like mad long. But when I started listening to BTS, that's when I started to get attached to who each individual person mm-hmm. was. And I think they really started my love for k-pop because prior to that i had never watched any um variety show or looked up into like guide videos and stuff like that so i was like i'm gonna love this one group and i'm gonna pick one person and i'm gonna keep them in my head so for about four years all i knew is exo was my group and i can only recognize chanyo and dio <laughs> so i literally knew who nobody was and now nowadays like everyone is my bias every other week but BTS, BTS really changed everything. And I, the first song, I can't remember the first BTS song I heard. Um, it was either DNA or, hmm, I'm trying to, it was either DNA or Mic Drop. I don't know. But Jen looked extremely beautiful in one of those videos. Probably both. But because he had a similar look in both of those videos. He had black hair, right? He doesn't really leave black hair like that, but yeah. But I know a few times he had brown hair, and I didn't really like it as much. <laughs> but the black hair hit, so it was one of those videos, and that's when I was like, "Ooh, I want to find out more about Jen." And then I found out about everybody, and it was just like beautiful. So, what was your first variety show? I think I don't remember what I watched. I think I just watched guides and considered that my variety show. My variety show. I want to say that. I watch Knowing Brothers or Ask Me Anything, Ask Us Anything, if that's the name of the show. They have multiple names a lot. I quite like that mm-hmm. variety show. 
Like, I like when different actors come on. I like when different, um, like, idol groups come on. I also like, like, the main cast of that show, like, Hicho, Sangmin, all of them. So, like, it's funny and stuff like that. I think the first time I watched it is when BTS went on, which was in 2017. That was the mm-hmm. last time, and they never went again. Yeah, I think so. Yeah. <laughs> uh... Mine, I don't remember the name, but it was two um, variety people. I think it was I think it was called Idol Room, or that was their second show. Weekly Idol, Weekly Idol, Weekly Idol. Yes, Weekly Idol. That's the first um, variety show I watched with all the K-pop groups. I was more into like the artists more than actors, yeah. I believe. Um, so I watched them a lot. So I met a lot of groups that didn't that like to this day um and i think my first video of them was when i think all not all i I shouldn't say that i think it was with twice jyp g friend and b2b b2b yeah yeah they were on that one and that's where i um i got into twice because they was doing the speed up mm-hmm. thing and i was like oh twice song is really good challenge. it speeded up yeah it was like speeding up really quick and i was like oh this is really good but then but yeah that's what i got into variety with them mostly after that what variety shows made me realize is that i mean i already knew american and western tv was trash but like we really don't have anything mm-hmm. like that and i think it would benefit our like who we consider celebrities and like mm-hmm. people who we like to listen to, it would benefit them so much. Like, I think we rely too much on social media these days and they like cancel all the types of shows that we had like that. Like 106 and Park was fun. I'm like, it's just some things aren't enough. Like, you know, when, when people go on Ellen mm-hmm. or they go on, like a, a late night talk show and sometimes they play games and that's cool but we need something that caters more to musicians all together because we can't connect to them how mm-hmm. we can connect to the Korean artists and actors so how would you feel about a show like that being on in America I was actually having this discussion with my mom the other day because she was watching a variety show with me. And I said, I said, like, Korean variety shows are, like, so much better. And I feel like Western, like, the Western part of the world, like the U.S. and the U.K., needs these type of shows for you to really get to know the artists. Because I said, don't you think that, like, if we had these variety shows, like, I would like these artists a little more? Like, you are giving me music, but, like, then sometimes... I don't really know who you are or what you, or like how you are unless like you give us that little sneak peek. You know what I mean? So I think like investment and like how fans can get to know you <laughs> can really like improve like celebrity status in that kind of way. Um, yeah, I agree. I think the only difference, in my opinion, the only difference between Korean um, variety and American is that I feel like American just wants to know drama mm-hmm. Mm-hmm. more than the Korean where they just want to play games, get to know. Like you see them like, oh, so so-so knows this and you have to like ask questions or like, all that stuff and just play like very silly games and stuff. And 
American dramas, I mean, American um, TV shows just want to know, like, who are you dating? Are you married? How much you spend on this car? And I just feel like we just want to know so much in our artists' lives, but really we just want to know them, like, on a personality level instead of, like, how much money you have or how much, mm-hmm. like, is going on in your life that you're... Um, what's the word like just bring it up instead of just showing you like I want I'm watching the show to see you to know you yeah not just to listen to your music and then just be about my business you know I agree <laughs> when I think about what you just described like how things are handled differently like when the whole thing with um Heechul and Momo came out about them dating um obviously Heechul is on like several shows and he still has a job so like they'll poke fun at him like in segments but it doesn't take away from his personality in the actual show where like if something happens in America let's say when Ariana Grande broke up with one of her boyfriends or Taylor Swift broke up with one of her boyfriends if you watch like interviews during those times they try to focus on that and that's like the first question they ask and it's all they try to tie it into and I also think that's the problem. Like, why would we want to know about something that has been said a hundred times? Like, your sh- different shows should Multiple be for times. different reasons. Yeah. Oh, my God. It's ridiculous. Yeah. Um, let me... We haven't talked about girl groups much. So, what was the first... Well, you already said 21 for you. Um, is it to 21 or to anyone? I think either or goes. <laughs> really? I haven't yeah, listened I to them much, so. Yeah, I think it's 20. I, I interchange 20, it because I'm still not sure. And that's with yeah. um when CL and... Park Bone and stuff like that, yeah. Was it yeah. Huna in it? Or was Huna in something else? Huna was in a lot of groups. <laughs> I, w- I was thinking um, that, like, like, like Sistar or something? Four Minute? I don't know. Sistar, yeah. She wasn't in Sistar. I don't think so. I think um, Ooh, um why is that stuck in my head? I feel like I Yolin don't know who Sistar is. Yolin. Oh, okay, yeah. I know that person. <laughs> who did Dolly? I don't really listen to solo uh, artists oh, yeah, that yeah, yeah, much. Yeah. So I it makes it hard, but I play you know those music games, JYP Superstar? Mm. I play JYP Superstar and that introduced me to a few solo artists, but I don't really be listening to solo artists. So when It'd it be hard to differentiate. But what's your favorite girl group right now or, like, in the beginning? I would say right now, um, Twice and Itzy are kind of on the same level right now. It's because they give me two different things. You know what I mean? Mm -hmm. Um, Itzy is more Mm -hmm. of, like, a girl crush um, type of concept group, if people really understand what that is. And then there's, like, Twice that's more, like, cutesy, although they're growing into themselves now. Their music is their music and their concept is a lot more mm. grown up now. Definitely, totally different from back then. The last two yeah. albums, I mean, the yeah, the last two title tracks, more and more, and can't stop me. Mm-hmm. That was like completely different from everything twice like yeah. before. I like those really songs. appreciate it because these girls are getting older. They can't be acting like that forever. They can't be acting all cutesy anymore. I can't take it. Oh my I, God. I don't think Korea is handling it well because that's that's who they want. They want cutie twice. Yeah, true. That's true. Um, oh, that's hard because a lot of good girl groups came out recently. Um, 
I say my favorite girl group is um Idol. Idol is there. Um Is that G Idol? Yes, G Idol, sorry. Yeah. G Idol. I didn't know. Um, I was like, maybe it's been silent this whole time and I'm just that's what I'm saying. I'm like, I'm because <laughs> I, I think I think it was silent, but they, I don't know. She explained how she came with the name, but yeah, G Idol twice and the new um group that came out, Espa. S mm. I kinda I'm kinda starting to heard. like them. It's pretty they're pretty good. I feel lost. I, those yeah the thing with those two groups is that i don't know if it's because i'm on stan twitter <laughs> is that i get like a, i feel like i get a lot more informed on like some of the we're gonna use this in quotes problematic stuff that occurs uh-huh. yeah like that so i don't i tend to like stray away from it because i really don't want to i i like these groups for comfort you know what i mean Mm-hmm. like these are my things for me for, these are for my happiness so i tend to stay away mm-hmm. from like the quote unquote um problematic groups because i really don't want to get heartbroken bro mm-hmm. like, it has see, happened so many times times especially as a black fan i think with g idol they have an issue with cultural appropriation that I, like, happens frequently they had, oh wait they had stuff i never i really don't like being in like certain drama so like yeah, i would never know it. like what it what it was so so yeah go ahead go ahead sorry like is the thing with um Giados that they have I from like what I see so I'm not gonna blatantly say say that anymore but like from what I see they seem to have an issue with cultural appropriation like mm-hmm. it keeps on going like they're repeat offenders but they make such good music and their rappers are mm-hmm. fire and that's not something that you see often with girl groups mm-hmm. but girl groups with rappers in their groups you tend to get the CL impersonators where they try to copy <laughs> that nasally voice all the time yeah like jimmy yeah. Away. um <laughs> i personally and, don't like when twice members rap because <laughs> i want talking. <laughs> i like twice but i don't like when they rap it just it's really just talking to me mm-hmm. but okay continue sorry and then i think with espa the virtual um like the cgi members creep me out that's that's what I was that's what me and a friend was talking about because how he how he put it out well how I took it was like it was gonna be some real people and then the CGI. So I was like, how is that gonna work? But then he came out when they came out is the CGI. Was like, it was, isn't it? Yes, yeah, it's a CGI. Do They're mostly in Black Mamba. Black Mamba. Yeah, Black Mamba, yeah. Um, when I saw them debut or when the movie, um, music video came out, I was like, oh, okay, it's a group, but they just like, CGI is like another world for them. Mm-hmm. That's how I'm getting it. But I, I just, I just think sometimes people, I don't know. It's it's hard to explain because like I thought it was like actually like CGI like people gonna perform it's like so how are they gonna interview them like, <laughs> how, how does that work but they for so far they seem pretty good Black Mamba I I'm pretty sure I listen to like at least every ten seconds of it it's pretty good but yeah and then with G Idol G Idol I can see what you're talking about with the um 
um, CL impersonation because there's so much. Um, I always be like, oh, she reminds me of CL. Okay, we 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 like it. We CL's a queen. Go off, you know. <laughs> but ooh, I, I don't never think really I've heard that. any Giado songs. Um, no, I feel like mm. you wouldn't know it's them, but you would know the song. I might have heard the song like. You know how people do TikToks or like if it's in the background of a compilation, but I don't think I know any like, and I don't have any G Idol in my playlist. When I think of G, my mind automatically goes to G Friend, so that's why mm-hmm. I'm struggling right now. But I don't think I've ever heard. And the what is it, Espa, Aspa, mm-hmm. Aspa. I haven't Aspa. heard their song, yeah. but. You know, when you're into K-pop, then that's your whole YouTube feed. Yeah. So yeah. I've been seeing, I saw people doing reactions to it, but I didn't listen to it. Um, I'm kind of like on a pause with new groups because I watched that Black Swan thing and I was disgusted. <laughs> it was so uncomfortable. Black Swan, which one? The, um... Is that the group with the Black member? I don't. Yes. I don't. Oh, that? I, I don't was... know how I feel about that. Because they, they were very problematic last time. I was deeply disturbed only because they made the. I don't know if that was her whole goal overall, but it felt like pandering that they made the black girl the rapper. rapper. I didn't like that. Either and she was a rap. horrible rapper. Either she's a horrible rapper or the beat was trash for her flow, but that was gross. Um, I didn't like how they styled her because I saw some pictures of her and she's not ugly at all. She's really cute. And but I didn't like how she looked in the video. I didn't. It felt cheap. Everything felt cheap. I felt like they were trying to put the Korean beauty standards on this black woman. And it's Uh not. It's Mm -hmm. not. Definitely not. And with with that company, I don't know if you heard. Like, I think this, this happened a long time ago. But that company company had problems with that type of thing before. Um, they had that company had another black girl. Like she was the first. first I remember her girl. name was like Alexa Arena or something. Yes, Arena, right? Arena. <laughs> um. Um. Arena, like she had to do her own hair. I, I was like, so you couldn't find anybody i mean i mean if she doesn't want to shave her hair that's her business she don't want to shave her hair that's her business but like you could have find like somebody that i I mean i don't know korea was also getting into knowing about getting like into Mm -hmm. like the black accepting black people i guess because before they didn't do that they didn't like them at all after time um so what i heard during that time but like you made her do her makeup. You made her do her own hair. And then not only that, when they performed, she was barely in the in the, in the choreography. So it was like, you treated her wrong. And then only that, she's the leader as well. So The leader was, of the group? The leader. She was the, the youngest and the leader of the group. And you had that problem before. And there was also women that the, um, the girls treated her wrong because she just, they just like put her in while like training and you know they've been training you know when they be trained for years mm-hmm. and they're close enough like she just got in so they some girls felt the type of way and those are actually the same girls that she, they was in a group of her too so when i saw that i was like i, I don't know about this i don't 
uh, they had problems before. I don't know, but I mean, it's it was okay, but I was like, no, because her hair, the hair was not looking great for me, regardless. The wigs was not doing it for me. It it was it was not it was totally not doing me. That's a pet peeve of mine. Like it was it's not awkward. doing it for me. It's so it's like okay, you learned this before. You should find someone that at least knows how to do it because I'm pretty sure there's a lot of black girls in Korea now that are doing hair or something, someone somewhere. Yeah, what I'm confused is I don't feel like I feel like we as a as American culture, if we got a problem, we're going to say it on whatever social media outlet there is. And I feel like Mm -hmm. there are too many people complaining about how black culture is misrepresented and not appreciated and given the credit in K-pop specifically. And I don't know if they don't know how to fix the problem or they're ignoring us because we're on the other side of the world. Mm -hmm. But like... They have to be ignoring I, I, I us at this ignoring. point. It has to be ignored because, because it's like we we, so we proving it to you, and you not you not just right. And like it's I, there, it's right there. It's crazy when people even right like there. make um they give solutions. <laughs> they tell you what to do. Given solutions, and it's still ignored. And it's just like mm, this seems like a setup. I don't like it. I don't like. I felt extra bad for the black people in the companies in trying to make it in Korea because at that point they want to be at they want to be a part of something and sometimes they'll like they'll ignore their morals or what they deserve just to be a part of it and I feel like that's what's happening because if I was that girl in either of those groups they could not have me rapping those whack lines <laughs> they could not have me be I'll a say, leader you don't have to give me a back. better writer because <laughs> right that was it was a mess. I watched it and I literally had my mouth open, and it wasn't even her. I didn't like the song, like before her rap part. I didn't like her song. I didn't like the group members. It was just awkward. I'm trying to erase it from. I'm gonna head. lie. When I was listening to it, the there was a certain part I kept singing because it was so funny the way they were singing it, like chicka chicka cheese. I was like, <laughs> oh okay. I was like, okay. <laughs> I don't know what that is. Kind of catchy a little bit. I don't like it, but that part, chicka chicka cheese. Go ahead. I don't remember that part, but if it was good, they should have stuck with that the whole way through. I didn't listen to it, honestly. honestly. (laughs) I don't. It was gross. Um, I didn't get to, I didn't say what my favorite girl group is. Um, Well, because I was like an EXO stan, I just figured I should stay with the same company. So the first girl group that I discovered was Girls' Generation. So, like, they're forever in my heart. And I still don't know all their names. And it's awkward. But, like, all of them don't matter. (laughs) If I'm being quite honest. Because if you watch a Girls Generation video, they might all be singing. But they're not all important. Like, it's very weird. And I tried to watch an interview, too. And it was just, like, they were kind of ignoring some of them. So, that's how that was. But my favorite group right now is Momoland. And I feel like no one likes Momoland. I don't know why. They're so good. <laughs> if you listen to their B-sides, it's so cute and it's so catchy. But I am I believe in that, like, seven-year curse name. And I yeah. feel like they're going to disband soon. Like, they had a comeback maybe last month. And it didn't do so well. I mean, nothing does well unless it's, like, 
you know, that Momoland style. Yeah. Which is really weird because those do the best and a hundred people are like, I love this. And then a hundred people are like, why you keep doing the same thing? But yeah. if they don't do the same thing, we know you're not going to listen to it. Mm-hmm. So it, I, it's weird. I do kind of actually feel bad for that group because I felt like in the beginning, if I'm throwing it back to, was it 2018? Like where Boom Boom came out mm-hmm. and the other one, I can't remember. Bam, Yes, where it was almost a carbon copy of that song. And, like, they both did well, but they really sounded the same. And it was really annoying me. So, but, like, they're such a good group. And, like, they their concept is cute and is funny. And, like, I, I think that they would do better. But I think that's what's imprinted in everybody's minds now. Mm-hmm. Is that that type of sound. And I think that type of sound gets old to people really quick. So maybe that's why they're not going to listen to their new songs either. And I think it also has to do with their company. Okay. You can go, Journey. That too. Um, I believe, like, because when Bam and um, Boom Boom came out, I, I like that. I like the songs a lot because it was very, like, very hyper and energetic. Like, it just makes you want to get up and dance. Fun. But I feel like after that, when I forgot who left, one left and then one left for her acting career, which I really don't believe. But I've knows? never seen her um, in a drama. I don't know if it was Daisy or someone else, but I've never seen any Momo Lim people it, in a drama. So I think Daisy was the one that left for medical problems, but she never came back at all. Um, and another girl, which was one of their main rappers, like the good rapper, like oh, she was very good, like she's very talented. She left to be an actor, which I don't believe. I think something happened, and I just feel like when when certain people leave a group, and especially like when they're like kind of the most popular or kind of not the most popular, those people, some people just don't want to listen to it because it's like it's not the same without so and so, you know. Just because, just like with well, going to boy groups when um. I don't know if you know Edon from Pentagon. Don't, he, don't even get he, Don, sorry, Don. Yeah. He, don't get me started. I think he left. I know. I think he left. I was like, it was a shock. What are we going to do? Like, what are we going to do now? Like, well, Pentagon has released some good songs, but it's just have. like every time I look at them, I, I'm like, I miss him. <laughs> right. But it's, and I feel the same way, and I feel bad because, like, they're, they make such great music, but it's like, that one person that used to be there is not there anymore, and it's just not the same. And also, some people just do that because they just don't agree with the company because of how he got out. Because yeah, but, like, I, mm-hmm. so, I sure don't agree with how they did that, but it didn't make any sense to me at all. It didn't. Like it didn't at all. That's their personal business. Leave them alone. That's not affecting the music. It's crazy because he got kicked out right after he gave Pentagon their biggest hit. Their biggest hit to this day. And now he's no longer part of the group. But shout out to Sai for taking such talented people under his new label. And he's really like, he's really like reinventing them and giving them what they need. Like, it's admirable to say the least. So at least their dreams don't die and they can do it without the group. Because I think a lot of people lose faith if they get kicked out of a group rather than, like, the whole group's disband. Yeah. Yeah. 
I'm trying to, I'm sorry, I had a blank moment. I had a blank moment. When you were talking about people getting kicked out, I had a flashback to this horrible year. I hate the fact that I couldn't listen to Monster X for so long because Wanho was not in the group. That went down so dirty. I was very upset with that. I was very upset with the way Starship did not support their artists. They just said bye. Like It was like, he gonna really? leave so we could focus on something else. Two days after the comeback, though. And, and then and then he got denied. The rumors got denied. And he, they still, it's like, you at least let him, like, come on, at least try to give us something. Like, let him come back. Because, I mean... I don't know that whole situation in Korea. It, they're very no no offense to any people American um, American Koreans, but like Korea is so high standard. Very. Like I thought when I found out that he left because of weed rumor, I was like, weed really? They that that's weed to us is nothing, but weed to Koreans is like crap. It's, it's literally, I'm like someone from another group got kicked out for that too. Um, Icon, yeah, like the leader, yeah. and yeah. I was like Somebody the leader though. And I was like, I'm thinking drug skin. I'm thinking like crack. And when they said weed, I was like, that's it. And it was it. What really was bugging me is before he even was came to Korea, right? Yeah, it was when he was an American, living his American life, and they said, "I'm um, sorry, you got to go." And I was like, the leader though, <laughs> the leader though. I was, I was. I wasn't a fan of them, but I was heartbroken for the fandom when he had to leave Icon. It'd be I be like that. Weird. And the rumors denied that he didn't buy any weed from them, and his ass stated, I'm sorry, his butt still didn't come back. I'm like, yo, I can't. This this is not happening. No, it, Starship definitely reacted before thinking. Like they they just kicked him out. They didn't even say they didn't. I don't even know if they asked him for his side of the story or if they were just like, "Nah, you causing too much. You gotta go." But like, what is that? Like, I I don't like when companies speak on behalf of the person, but they put like the person's words in it. Because I remember reading like the first statement from Starship and they said Wan Ho decided to leave to not jeopardize the rest of the group. But in my head, I can't imagine that. Like I can't imagine the members being okay with that. Because even if the company like, you know, the company rules overall and they make the big decisions. But like I feel like the members of the group wouldn't be comfortable with that happening regardless mm-hmm. and they would want to stick by him at least to see if it's true or not but as soon as it yeah, came out yeah. they didn't even wait they said shoo <laughs> i was like I'm oh. sorry bye go. I, I could not listen to any monster x like this i just listened to monster x last three or two albums because every time I heard Wanho voice and didn't see him in the video or the live stages, I started crying. It was <laughs> it was a mess. I was like, I didn't even like Monster X like last year. Now I'm in love. Like in 2019, Monster X was my best concert out of the whole year. And I went to four and I never expected that. But I'm glad I got to see Monster X with Wanho. Because if I had to see them now, like, I don't even think I'll ever go to a Monster X concert ever in my life, even though I still support them, just because Wanho's not a part of it anymore. Yeah. It hits different. But I am proud of him. His solo comeback did really well. Amazing. Look, he looked good. (laughs) Beautiful. Perfect. It's not even even a a word beat, like, 
But him just oh, broke abs. Oh my gosh. That baby face with those abs. It don't make sense. It don't make sense at all. And his ears, his ears always got me. His ears, oh my gosh, they're so cute. He's so adorable. So cute. Oh, He's a danger to society. That's all I have to say. It's ridiculous. Like, how can someone be human and look like this and be so perfect in every way? All hell, Wanho. Wanho, his song Losing You was my number one Spotify song of 2020. Because as soon as it came out, because I was like really sad and it was like, I haven't heard from this person in like so long. Because that's another thing, how they're not really separate social media accounts unless they like a certain level or unless they really want it. So when they disband, Wanho didn't have any social media. So it was like, how am I supposed to find out if he's okay? What if something goes wrong? Because, you know, over there, it's like suicidal rates and people bullying. It can go out of hand. So I was also sad about that. I was like, how am I supposed to know that Wanho's okay? And things like that. So when the song came out, I was like, you know what? I'm going to just stream this all day. I turned my value down. I put the song on. And I was like, hmm, let's just press play. And it was on for like the whole 24 hours. And I was like, because I, I have the support. He deserved it. So the next question for you guys is, how was your, if you have gone to a K-pop concert, how was that experience in, versus an American artist? Okay. I feel like these don't really compare. But um, my last year, 2019, I went to go see BTS at MetLife. And I was that concert was so life-changing for me in the way that, like, I see K-pop idols. Even if you, like, watch the K-pop awards, how they put on a stage and they put on a show mm-hmm. is so different from the way Western artists do it. Western Western performances don't hit like they used to anymore. They just seem so boring. (laughs) And that concert was so much fun. And, like, even the people in my section, we had fun together. Um, Compared to a concert that I went, Western, I think the last one I went to was Ed Sheeran. And this is why I I say it doesn't really compare, because Ed Sheeran really did put on a good show. He's just a different type of artist. It's just him. Like, he don't even got a band. (laughs) But the music hit though. Like I can't listen to the regular song anymore. I could I only hear the concert version of the song. Mm. But like to say that like best overall better overall experience was definitely BTS. Like um Yeah, I agree. Um is the MetLife City Field, right? No. I went well MetLife is in Jersey or is that something Met Life else? MetLife is in Jersey. City Field, I Jersey. think like that's in Queens. So, that's like yeah, that's in the Queens, seven yeah. train all the way to Flushing. Yeah, I my first K-pop um, concert was BTS as well, um, but I went to the City Field one. Um, I went by myself. I was scared <laughs> when you when you're very like <laughs> when you're very like like awkward and you don't like talking to like you well you like talking to people but you just don't like talk to them like immediately like I was scared for my life I was like oh my gosh because like all I was thinking about was like are they mean like one directioners because one directioners were like directioners were like evil like mean people 
So I was like, oh my gosh, I hope they're not. Oh, these people are not. No offense to anybody out there who's. No, who's I don't know. It, I, I probably agree too. And I don't even remember like knowing any outside no, of my friend group. The whole, it's because they were white. <laughs> not to like probably. affect anybody, but they, they just, their energy is just different. <laughs> yeah, I, uh, I, I was so scared. I was like, I was like, I, was like, I hope they're not mean. I don't, I don't want to. So when I went there, first of all, the line to go in just to get merch was so long i was like yo these girls do not play like i remember i was finished i I remember they were like camping out like five days ahead before the whole concert was happening and city field was not having it i was like i can never do this first of all where's your parents (laughs) these girls be like 15 14 doing this thing and i'm just like i'm 19 and you can never catch me doing this i didn't get it never. like was it for the merch because i was like if you, you have to, a ticket you why are you camping you're gonna get in it was it was more for like the people who had the floor seats because that was how um, they didn't have like seat seats but like also from merch as well but like those were the people that had like um, like the bottom floor, they wanted to get in front to see oh, the boys, and that's yeah, that. because the floor seat during that time floor didn't really have seats. You were standing all mm-hmm. night, so like, but now there. you could choose your seat. Mm-hmm. Mm-hmm. It's more organized. Yeah, so I, I've seen videos of girls fighting <laughs> during trivia love, bro. I, I see this too much. Parents fight with other people, like little kids. I'm like, come on, how old are you? Why are you fighting with a whole little girl? the ghetto they, ha- they had like, to get seats they said no nah, we can't do this no more no they was like all right americans they different we can't do this <laughs> we need seats um but yeah i went um i got a merch line i tried to get i got my first um army bomb super excited very expensive super excited and then <laughs> when i got online to buy like the rest of the merch Everybody was like so nice. They like if you wanted to buy something but you couldn't afford it, somebody would literally buy it for you. Which I was like so shocked. I was like, oh my gosh, like I don't even I don't even know you and you're buying this for me. Like I bought some girl um one of the photo cards and she bought me um the big poster. Um cover poster for me. And I was like, right? I was like, wow. And then and you made friends like very quickly, mm-hmm. so quickly. I never expected that. Um, my I haven't been to a uh, American concert for a while. Besides, like festivals. Uh, I'm trying to compare which festival that I went to. I couldn't really think of one, but I know for sure the American festivals. They're you're by yourself, <laughs> literally. Like you're on your own, like. The only way they will help you if you're just less, like you're using like medical help or something. I don't know. <laughs> <It's>, <laughs> like you're literally by yourself. But it's a huge difference. Yeah. Um so totally huge difference. And yeah. like to add on, like I'm on Stan Twitter. So even though like I went by myself, I have a lot of friends off Twitter. And, like, when we found out that we're all going to the same concert, like, we tend to try to get our seats close together. Or if we can't do that, because if you've ever been through the BTS ticket process. Oh, my gosh. Stressful. Let's not even talk about this 
this time. I, I right, they can't myself, take I'll my ticket from me because I'm not repurchasing it because I'm not going through the stress I went through. Do you yeah. still have it? Yeah. I still have mine. I'm not get. I'm not letting go of it. First of all, how does it work? Like that's for the concert that was supposed to be this year, they didn't reschedule it. No, they they have. There's some rumors about it being in 2022. Like there's rumors, but um, they haven't said anything. If you go on Ticketmaster, like it'll just say postponed on top of mm-hmm. it. So like really, they're really holding my five hundred dollars, but I'm okay with it <laughs> because well, five hundred dollar ticket just for one seat. Yeah, because it included sound check. It had different like packages. Oh, you got sound check. I got the platinum package. Oh my god! I wanted that so badly. I I wanted to see sound check, bro. I want to see these boys up close, and also my seat was front row, like first row. So I expected it to be five hundred dollars. Is it crack? Is it crack that you're on? When you when you when you it was a birthday gift. I don't know. But it's my money. I asked my parents for two, and I spent three. <laughs> but you still gotta like buy merch when you get there. Yeah, but that's okay because um, when I bought it, it was like that that went on sale. Let's say around February, and the um the concert, my concert was in May. Like it starts around the summer, spring, summertime. It mm-hmm. really gives you time to save. Like if you're going and you have in mind, I want merge. You better save your coins after you. You spend. better save. I agree. Before you even buy your ticket. And you have honestly. fans that go to both days. Like they have day one and day two. So really, fans are spending one k. So my five hundred is nothing. Ooh, it is nothing compared to <laughs> them. But I don't think I could ever. Man, I'm lying. Cause <laughs> one day they gonna bring high touch back or something. Maybe like ten years and. Yeah, a tease. I want it. So they still have my ticket too. They have my ticket too. I'm not letting go of it. Keep it. <laughs> they said postpone, right? But they didn't give a date. I mm. I've heard rumors it, it might just be like a year from the original date. But mm-hmm. I don't. The I way I'm back too soon because it was in April. Yeah, it's too soon. Um, the last American concert I went to was that group, pretty much. Um. It was a general admission ticket. So mm-hmm. if you know general admission in, first of all, I just turned my, my phone. <laughs> if you know general admission in America, um, people are crazy. People are going to push you. It is going to be a fight, even if you don't want it to be a fight. Okay. So I went with my friend Kayla. It was like my 18th birthday gift to myself. And we were online and... The line was, like, mad long, but it wasn't too bad. So, we still got it, like, a semi-good spot. And, you know, before the concert starts, if you're at GA, you think you're in a good spot. And you're like, it's going to be cool. Everybody's going to listen to music, rock, sway, whatever. Soon as they turn those lights off, everybody push forward. And it was like, you ever seen the Selena movie? In that scene? I didn't watch it yet. No, not the show, but, like, the original uh, movie. Even if you haven't seen it, there's a scene where, like, Selena's giving a concert and people start pushing forward and someone gets, like, mushed into the stage mm-hmm. and they can't move. And that's what it felt like. It was, like, it was awkward. It was a fun experience. I think it was only a fun concert because they were teenage boys, like, young adults. I think if I had seen, like, someone, like, older, like, a... Rihanna or something it might not have been the same 
but that was cool but it was hectic and we hated everyone that we didn't come with so if i didn't come with you i don't like you off rip and you can fight me to get to the front of the stage <laughs> and that was awkward and but i think my first con concert experience with k-pop was blackpink i'm wearing my shirt that i bought from the concert it was 40 dollars regrets <laughs> and then i bought i also bought my own my light stick um probably like another 50 something dollars so more regrets <laughs> but it was so beautiful like as you said journey like you can make friends anywhere in the crowd and that was the awkward thing. Like, I, I went to the concert alone because obviously nobody else listened to K-pop. Um, I have a friend from high school who listened to K-pop, but, like, she couldn't go at the time because she hadn't, like, saved up and stuff. So she couldn't go with me. And so I just went by myself. And I was sitting there waiting for it to start. And then next thing you know, like, 30 minutes later, I'm talking to, on my left, it's this Black girl. And she's older. And she's in college. And we're chatting. And then 15 minutes later, I'm talking to this, like, 40-year-old white man. And we bonded over Blackpink. And he's talking about how next month he's going to see twice. And I'm like, wow, this is so diverse. <laughs> and it's, it's so diverse. It's, it's so diverse. diverse. And it was just like it was so much fun. I and they interact with the crowd. So like you could say say hey, say ho in the crowd. But like when you're talking to us and in between you have like good videos and like the DJs playing the songs before the concert's getting you pumped, it's a different experience. And even when I went to my Got Seven concert last June, um, I was sitting with this lady, she bought tickets. And she couldn't even stay for the whole show. So she only stayed for, no, it wasn't Got7. It was November for Super M last year. And she bought tickets, like $200 tickets. And she was only there for 30 minutes of the show. And then she had to leave because she had work. But she was not missing that concert. She really came in for the first 30 minutes. And she left oh, mid-song. Cause she had to go to work and we were just sharing Eminem peanuts. And I was like, wow, the dedication is crazy. Like if you can't get the day off, but you still going to go to this concert, you still going to waste like $200. Mm -hmm. That's crazy. And that's, that just shows something else. Like I can never do that for an American artist. There's no American artist I can think of that. I'm going to spend $200 on to see 30 minutes of the show and leave. I don't even think I would do that for a K-pop artist, but maybe maybe like they put in the work they deserve it so but that was unreal oh i can't even think anymore let's talk expenses one time i walked into this k-pop store i mean there's not many but you know on like 34th street like mm -hmm. near the empire state building that whole strip of korean stores so i walked in i said to myself i'm here to buy got seven lullaby album buy the album and walk out the store i yeah. left with four albums <laughs> and like a almost 200 dollar bill and i was like what am i doing how did this happen i bought stickers i bought a pen i was like i don't even write why am i buying a pen it was i don't know what they do to the marketing that makes me want to buy so much but i hate them and i love them at the same time how do you guys feel about it it's different because the 
what they put into like the albums and like the stuff that they make it's so well done so i feel like it's worth the money like, it definitely is worth it but it's just like you know to produce it it's expensive like i got the most recent bts album the b album and this one was their most expensive album. Normally, their albums is not that expensive, but I think this time it was like fifty dollars for their album. This time, Oof. and but when I think and it was and they only have a deluxe edition. But if you think about it, it has all members' um, photo cards, all of the members. So you're getting seven photo cards. That's nice. And then you're getting Polaroids, and then you're getting postcards, and then you open the photo book, and it's done so well. And then when you feel the the like album it's well it's like different for me to buy an album worth fifty dollars because i see that it's worth fifty dollars rather than for me to go buy a cd like i'm not paying for that yeah that um, hard remember the hard cases you open yeah. it and maybe a tiny booklet that. my yeah. dog barking <laughs> i love uh, it yeah i i would say i did pretty good because I think this is during the time where I was trying to, like, just take the things off my wall because I wanted to do something different. But, um, I said I did okay. I bought a few... Look around, I'm like, my whole room is still K-pop now. <laughs> um, <laughs> I, I would say I bought... Me and my friend... Well, there's a K-pop store in... Soho, but it's like further down China Canal Street. Um, she was like selling everything, life sticks, albums, everything. And me and my friend went in there. She only wanted to go there to go get the Got Seven. It was it was either Got Seven or the BTS, one of the two album. And then next thing you know, we end up we she ended up getting one of the albums, a light stick. A phone case, a keychain, and stickers. <laughs> you cannot help yourself. Almost stickers are so addicting. Every time I walk into a K-pop oh. store, I buy stickers with nowhere to stick them. Listen, no. I love them. Listen, BTS I... has not to interrupt you, but BTS okay. has like Weavers where they have like their own shop for their stuff. I yeah, a hundred and twenty dollar hoodie. Just no, Namjoon wearing the same hoodie. Don't judge me, but don't judge me, but that's dedication. I'm that's not judging, dedication. but you rich, mommy. Good for you. I'm not <laughs> right afterwards. Like, go off. I go off. I couldn't do it. Weavers, because we when Weavers came out with their lights, the new lightstick for the um thing. I wanted it so badly, but it sold out. And then they came with a hoodie, and I was like, Do I want to spend this amount of money that I don't have? Like, I, 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 I know I bought the shirt their shirt um it was like an old old shirt like it was like black and blue mm-hmm. it was like an old old shirt behind the scenes I bought that and I kid you not I treat that shirt with so much care because it was so expensive like I don't know I, I, I'm saying that I I know I spent a lot of money on the BTS 21 stuff like Oh my God. If you like, yeah, I have two. They're expensive. <laughs> yeah, I have the pillow. I gave. I, I bought two pillows. I gave one to my friend because she was leaving for college. Then I bought. That's nice of you. I would never. Like, me neither. I spent that money. That's mine. 
It's not happening. I just gave it to her because I just gave it to her because she was like moving down there. She was going to be there for a while. So I was like, here. She would have wanted. It was her favorite. I know. <laughs> I'm like, you could Facetime me like, to see the pillow. <laughs> if you get lonely, this is like forty dollars <laughs> for a plush. Oh my god! I was like, I was like, do I really want to give it to her? But I was like, yeah, let me just do it because I'm not gonna see her for a while. So I just gave it to her. I got the plushie that's still in his box today. He's not dirty. I if that thing ever gets dirty, I will lose my mind. Um, I bought the tags. I bought the keychains. <laughs> It's so expensive. I bought a sweater. The sweater thing. Line is more expensive than any K-pop stuff I ever bought. Mm-hmm. Which is why I haven't been there yet for like a while. But mm-hmm. it's just so expensive. Everything is so expensive. It's like, but you can't help it because like this, you just love, love it so much. You have to have a lot of self-control with spending if you really don't want to go bankrupt. Which, to be honest, that hoodie, like, I hadn't bought anything in a while. Like, it's my second hoodie, but it was $100 I decided to treat myself. You have Mm -hmm. to have a lot of self-control or, like, you have to be rich. (laughs) Like, we have girls selling out cars. Like, come on. (laughs) I think, um... Sometimes I'm I'd be really happy that BTS is not my like all time fave group because yeah. I know if they would then I would spend like a ridiculous amount of money, um so it's low key a blessing, but it's also a curse because the other groups I feel like they don't put out as much merch or it's not as good, mm-hmm. so I don't own any um like clothes besides the shirt from an actual um group. Um, when I buy things that are merch, it's usually from the the shops what they make and like Etsy stores and what they make because I think the fans creations for K-pop groups in general are so much cuter. Like they put a lot more effort and thought into it, and it'd be like internet memes, like things that we know that maybe the companies don't know. So I really appreciate that. Like the day they drop, like. J- First of all, JYP sucks, but I love everything about JYP groups, so I have to, like, low-key stand. But JYP does garbage to GOT7, my ultimate group. But if they ever drop some fire, like, clothing merch, I'll probably drop some money mm-hmm. on it. But mm-hmm. so far, I just, like, I just buy the albums of all the groups I love, and I keep it. I have one BTS item from Line. It's a, it's a mask. Who was it? I don't know the names of the plushies, but it's, it's Sugars. Um, Shooky. Um, Shooky. Shooky. Yeah, so I have a Shooky mask, and I bought it, like, in January of last year. And I was like, well, damn. I'm glad I bought that winter <laughs> COVID. <laughs> it's perfect. It's, like, yeah. fuzzy and stuff. That was, like, $21. I was, like, for a mask. Mm-hmm. And, you know, it's not, like, now we're, like, masks are, like, all the time, like, this is me buying a mask when people in America don't wear masks. And if I get on the train with a mask that has Shooky on it, people going to look at me like I'm crazy. Like, exactly. Like, you're, you're, you're weirdo, like, okay. Yeah, but now is the perfect time. So I'm, I'm super glad I bought that. And that's just great. I'm glad you guys are into K-pop as much as me because it's a world you can really get lost in. And I think... The worst part of liking K-pop for me is that maybe maybe not so much 
because I'm no, it is because I'm black. <laughs> I feel like because I'm black in the environment I am, as soon as you say something about K-pop, you get judged. And it's like, why are you listening to this? And I think the problem is people think if I say I listen to K-pop, they think that's all I listen to, yeah. which is kind of true. Like recently, right. all I'd be listening to is K-pop, but I like other things. And that doesn't make me any less of a black person because I like this music from another part of the world. So what are some judgments that you have faced for liking K-pop? Um, so I'm on Twitter a lot. I really like the app. And I find that like black Twitter like really ridiculizes like black K-pop stands. Like they'll say, Y'all, y'all standing these Korean boys and they don't like black people. Blah, blah, blah. you standing your oppressors and I'm just like I don't ever know when Korean people oppress black people but okay and then they're just like it's like it they think it takes away from our blackness because they genuinely see like they see it as weird and they think anybody who likes that weird stuff is white people so they're just like oh like but I'm just like you guys don't even understand how k-pop is built off of black culture as it is so like the music's not that different <laughs> if I'm gonna be honest not, yeah. most and, of it like, is hip-hop inspired yeah so mm-hmm. like and it really doesn't take care of my blackness I'm not gonna choose these boys over my blackness there's a lot of groups that I've definitely dropped because of something that they did or they said that, yeah like, I don't listen to mama Moo because they kind of like they kept well, so having I'm, like problems Mm-hmm. and it was awkward and it's just like sometimes you have to take a stand when things happen you can forgive them and hope that they do better but when they keep doing it it's like a slap in the face so yeah like they honestly don't care about their their fans like that especially mm-hmm. like especially like when you have fans speaking to you like that like never have i ever chosen k-pop over my blackness like i will never do that and I've seen a bunch of groups disrespect their black fans, and I always feel bad for them because I'm like, wow, you're really attached to these people for you to continually get disrespected and deal with it. Because I honestly did like have this conversation with a friend last night who stands a group who are repeat offenders, and I asked her like, I asked them how they deal, how they dealt with it. And they just said, well, sometimes I just shut it off because I really like love these boys. Mm. So I don't know. I just keep it moving. Like I'll be upset. Like at night, I'll really like think about it and be hurt. But then like, I'll see like a a video or something and I'm just like, well, we move on. You know what I mean? (laughs) But like, I cannot do that. (laughs) Like, I think I'll be really heartbroken if like one of my ultimate groups, like, did something because like I can't stay yeah I I'm the same way with your friend I especially with Mamamoo I it's a on and off situation with them because it's like we I'm like I'm pretty sure they're they're very active on social media at least it's like we tell you like hey this is wrong for our culture, like, can you not do this? And it's like, and it's like, we're not, we're not only telling them, we're also telling the company, like, hey, you can't do this. Even though it goes with the concept, you can't do this. Like, it's wrong, especially if you don't know, you're just doing it because it looks cool and that's the thing. Like, yeah, Mamu is an on and off thing, but I'm the same way. I forgot who it was. Um, well, NCT, like, 
that's who I was talking about. <laughs> yeah, with the do rag. And when Henry, was it Henry? I think it was Henry, right? I don't know. There was a picture of Henry and he was wearing dreads. Yes, this is like, recent. Like, I, I yeah, haven't seen I, that. He yeah, wore, with the do. He okay, wore okay. this like fake dreads. Now, let me tell you how he knew he was wrong. He didn't post it on any other social media like Instagram, Twitter. He only posted it on the Chinese um, Weibo. Like Henry? That. Henry. Uh-huh. Yeah. From Wavy? Oh, okay. Yeah, he only posted it there. That's how I know in my mind he knew he was wrong. And then he kind of made a statement about how he only took it off because the fans on there just simply thought it was ugly. And then recently, I think he had a meet and greet like but you know meet and greets now is like a facetime mm-hmm. and the girl brought it up and he said let's not discuss this and everybody was like like you know what i mean right to her face like he could at least say sorry, sorry. or like i didn't know mm-hmm. i'd rather an excuse that- than to ignore it yeah she re- she like recorded it like yeah, she, recorded she was it doing the- she posted it Ooh. <laughs> that would have been so uncomfortable this. That's, like, that's really imagine being in her shoes. I would be like, wow. I was like, but what if that was my only question? <laughs> exactly. <laughs> like, what do we discuss like, now? It is like two minutes, too. It is like, that's, like, that's, oh, wow. But, yeah, wow. Now, that makes me, <laughs> me think that I have to go, I have to look for that video after this. Um, But, yeah, but with the do-rag thing, I... I, in my opinion, I might get that, but I think it's with the do rag thing. I think it was the company's fault because it's like I don't know if anybody that's like that hip hop, that's that into hip hop like that, just wear a do rag just for a music video. It has to be like a stylist or something, or the company telling like, "Hey, let's put him in that," and that go with it. I don't know. It that's my opinion. That's my section with the do-rag thing and then there's so much more that it's like i don't know i think like i agree with you sm is trash they do not care about black fans like when black fans will send emails and they'll complain and they'll pretend that they don't see us and i know they get those emails but when Mm -hmm. something happened they only care about asian countries when something happened with like a japanese thing that i can't explain because i'm not from it so I won't mm-hmm. understand it, but it was offensive to Jap- Japanese fans. They took it down with a quickness. So fast. But when yeah. Black fans, they'll really ignore us. As soon as Coco Bop came out and everyone saw Kai with dreads, it was an awkward moment for like the whole Black community of EXO stands. And for me personally, like those hairstyles for me they don't offend me but if someone is offended by it i think it should be acknowledged at Mm -hmm. least the least they can do is acknowledge it but soon as the video came out everybody like flooded sm and exo this is not okay we don't like this but and that's before they even started like recording promotions and comebacks and live stages and they still put kai in the dreads and it was just awkward and i think they lost a lot of fans because of that mm-hmm. and um nct boom they i'm mean, nct dream had a song called boom and chenley had some pink braids and everybody was upset about it and 
I didn't like the braids because he looked stupid. <laughs> Not because I was offended as a black person. But that's something I don't like. They, I feel like they try to pander to us and give us things like black hairstyles and think, hey, I get you now. When that's not how it works at all, you you don't understand. So it's just awkward. I I think it's worse if you offend a culture and you look bad doing it. Yeah. So if you don't look good with braids and you're being offensive, don't do it. Like do there's definitely those like this Korean like R and B artist who had some like really nice braids, and I'm like, like dang, them shits is them braids are clean. So like yeah. I'm a, I can't even be offended. Like they're done well, but then like I see like. Who who did it last time? Hung Jun from a tease that really broke my heart. <laughs> but Hung Jun from a tease, like it. It's ugly. They weren't even braided tight. <laughs> it was. It's weird. The it's like just didn't even know what they were doing. On top of it, it's not for you. Like, <laughs> and then on top of that, we have fans arguing with us saying, "Oh, that's not see it." I'm, and we're like, "How are you telling us?" <laughs> like, oh, let's see. It, yeah, and I don't know if like you pay attention to the dancers. The back, there was one girl, um, that was when Jesse was doing her, um, what was her last, um, Jesse, yeah, uh, Nunu Nana. I think it was Nunu Nana. Yeah, she's one of the when she was doing the, you know, like when they dance in a straight line and like go behind each other. That one, one of her dancers had like braids, and it was so poorly done. Like, I know, because sometimes they do their own braids, but sometimes they have, like, stylists to do their braids. Like, it was just so bad. It was, like, it's, like, you can't, you can't. And, like, all the comments were just focusing on that. Like, the braids are so bad. Like, the braids are, like, why? You can't, like, you not. You can't, like, just look away. Yeah, you just can't, like, look away because it's, like, you're, like, sometimes, I don't know. It's just, and it's, like, and. There's sometimes where people can get away with it, but like when you when you mention it all the time, and it's like you can't do this because this mm-hmm. is black black culture. You can't do this, and like you explain why, and you still do it. It's like okay, now you're just being an a hole, and you're not you're just being ignorant, and you're not listening to me, and you're gonna get backlash for that. And when I'm not, I, I I don't know if that affects their their money or affects their whatever but it's like we, we're all gonna tell people and hopefully people will also see other new um k-pop black k-popers come in and be like hey this group is known for doing this just be careful and if you see it you know dude you gotta, like i don't know or like i think about it as if like you see this group and you think they're interesting in the first video you click on you see this person in some ugly <laughs> dreads and you're like <laughs> and you don't want to watch another video you know what i mean the first like, impressions are important and you have to remember yeah. every piece of content you put out we're gonna see it and it doesn't matter what order we in if we feel uncomfortable we're going to drop it out but let's end this podcast on a good note and you guys can talk about your ultimate your ultimate bias your favorite groups let me know your top three groups your favorite K-pop song right now, and who's your ultimate bias? Okay. Um, so my ultimate bias is going to be RM, or Namjoon, from BTS. I love him. It's so weird. Like, you like must I- buying that $125 hoodie. <sighs> you, got me, you got me by my... <laughs> 
he got me like this, bro. <laughs> like, he got me by my hair at this point. Like, he got me in his <laughs> Like, I can't even explain it. Like, he, I don't even know. But I love him. Um, I love the way he speaks. Like, when I watch his lives, I love his lyrics. I love the amount he puts into it. Like, Mono, his, um... His Such a good album. I love that album. Yeah. I'm gonna get everything goes tatted on me soon. Um, that's my comfort album. Whenever I'm sad, I go and listen to that song. He like means a lot to me because I relate to him and I feel like I felt like when I listened to that mixtape, um, he like expressed everything that I was feeling that I couldn't put into words so perfectly. Mm-hmm. So like, yeah, he's my ultimate bias. Um my top three groups, obviously, is BTS. <laughs> I think I've talked about them enough. Um, <laughs> my next one, I would say, is a tease. And then underneath that, TXT, maybe? I do like them. I love their music. Like, they're very unique in my eyes, especially as, like, the out of the, um, the groups that debuted during that time, during that year. They're very unique to me. My... I'm not going to name my bias. Actually, I'm going to name the biases from that group. From Atiz is Wu Young. From TXT is Young Jun. And yeah. Um, oh, wait. Your favorite song. Oh, my favorite oh, song. Yeah, yeah. My that top. You would recommend to someone who isn't into K-pop. That's hard. Um, <laughs> if I was going to recommend a song... Okay, I'm gonna say my favorite Korean song right now, my like top stream of 2020 was Ugh by BTS on their Map of the Soul. Oh god. Map of the Soul um album. It's a rap song. It's the rap line. It's very good. Shake your ass to that song. If you're black, (laughs) I think you're gonna like it. It makes me angry. It makes me kind of wanna fight. <laughs> so yeah, but my second one was My Time and that was Jungkook's solo. He kind of fucks up the African American vernacular English, but I'm gonna let him pass because he's cute. So <laughs> he says gonna find my time. That's not how it goes, but you know what? He can sing and my time was good. It's an R and B piece. They would like it. If they can ignore that little mishap he had right there, he ain't write it, okay? If they can ignore that little mishap right there, it's a really good song. <laughs> Like I'm gonna let you slide for just for now because you did say you know? You cute, you cute. We'll let, let it rock. Slide. We let it rock. Yeah. Um. Well, obviously we all talked about it. BTS is my top one. Um, my bias. Well, I have three. Oh, uh, J-Hope bias record. Love that man to death. If he wanted to just marry me right now, I would gladly take him. No questions asked. Mm-hmm. Um, <laughs> V is my bias, and then Jin is here and there. Mm-hmm. I was love Jin. Jin will forever be my in my heart. He was my first um bias, but Jin will forever too. be in my heart. Yeah, he will forever be in my heart. Um, so BTS, God Seven, always, always love God Seven. God Seven will forever be in my heart as well. It was my second also boy group. I got into as well. And third, oh, I don't even know. Uh, it can be girl or guy. Okay, girl, 
I mean, no, God, it's a solo artist. Um, Eric Nam, he's a solo mm. artist. Eric is very, I love Eric's music. Eric I, I feel is like so he's perfect. very, he's I, yes, he's so, is like, he do know yeah, that. I feel like, I feel like the people just know him for being like, of like, just being on TV shows and just being funny and just saying the most, the most ridiculous things he can ever say, <laughs> ever. But like his music is his last album was so good. I I listen to it at least mostly every time I can. Um, what was the other question? <laughs> uh, uh, <laughs> like, your favorite K-pop song that you would recommend to someone? Favorite K-pop song that I would recommend. Um. Well, speaking of Eric, I'm gonna promote him. Paradise. Oh my gosh, Paradise is so good. It's I love that song so much. Um, I would say if you want to take it slow with K-pop, I I feel like Eric is perfect because even though he doesn't come out with that much music, he like he slowly gives it. Like he goes from every genre he can. And he has such a nice voice that it doesn't like just be like be in your face all the time. Um, for solo singers, and I say groups. I would say no, not Stray Kids. Stray Kids is too strong, <laughs> too much. Yeah, to you, you got it. You have maybe to have not. Mm-hmm. I mean, I've seen God's a lot of reaction good, videos. Wasn't it? What song? God's Menu. God's Menu was yeah. great. I mean, it's very great. Um, Backdoor was very great as well. That was a perfect follow up to God's Menu. Like they, really- it really was. It was a perfect combo. Yeah, I-, I would just say if you you're gonna get into K-pop, I feel like just know your what type of music you want. Do you want something chill? Do you want something like a beat, like beat someone up song, or like something like you know. I don't know. It's, everybody has different tastes. There's, and just don't go for the like. M- oh, I should say that. Like, don't go for the mainstream, but like, go for like mostly the underrated groups or solo artists because there's so much greater people, and we do take them for granted because sometimes they'll come up with great songs and they'll just stop singing because no one's giving them attention. Yeah, but. Yeah, uh, that's, that's <laughs> all I can think of. Don't, eh, yeah, yeah, that's all I can think of. Like, just, just gotta take, take your time, listen well, and don't just be. And if you're gonna share with your friends, make sure they just don't be that type of person. But like, you can't understand them. Obviously, I can't because it's a whole nother language. The lyrics. You can always but, look it up. <laughs> like reading is fundamental. You always look up. The- yes, there's trust me. The internet is free. Look up the English um lyrics and be kind, be positive, don't be toxic. Ugh, there's so much. Yeah, but yeah, that's all. Yeah, so. I agree. If you are going to get into K-pop out there, don't just think K-pop means cutesy music. 
everything is under one category, but they still have genres like American music. So they have R&B, they have rap, they have pop, they have, I don't know if they got country. I guess country music for Koreans would be um, trot music, yeah. maybe. Mm-hmm. They have trot songs, which are like just anthems, happy-go-lucky anthems. Um, they have ballads, they have rock. So don't be so closed-minded when you hear the word K-pop. It's everything you could imagine just rolled into one. So I think my ultimate bias is every single member in every single group. <laughs> um, just because I can't decide. Good answer. <laughs> Good answer. Good answer. Yeah. Um, no, if I'm being serious, my ultimate bias is probably, probably, probably this person or that person. I'm trying to think so hard. I feel like I'm picking favorites and it makes me feel bad, but I'm going to mm-hmm. say probably show <laughs> is either show new suho or young j from guy seven mm-hmm. so those are three different groups show new from Mas x suho from exo or young j from guy seven but right now i'm gonna say young j for god seven um my top three groups would have to be god seven I, I want to say EXO because they have my loyalty because they introduced me to it all. But I'm going to say Monster X and then third, probably ATs as well. Um, ATs was the first brand new group I ever stand when they came out and they just like blew it out the water. Um, my number one song that I would recommend to someone getting into K-pop is ATs Mist. Um, when that first came out, I listened to it on replay every day I went to every day I went to work. It's the number one AT song I've ever heard of all time. And it's a it's low-key a ballad. I can't explain it. It's perfect. It's perfection. Um and just a side note, a group I think is very underrated, but I listen to their music all the time. It's day six. Day mm-hmm. six is not your mm-hmm. like they're not the regular K-pop. They're an actual band. And they're like, I would say rock band. But that just goes to show that K-pop is more than, than what you think. So never close the door on it just because you have a preconceived notion about it. Try it out. We are here to verify K-pop is lit. K-pop mm. is it. Um, if you want to go broke, this is a quick way. Um, if you want to enjoy life, this is a quick way. If you want to find new shows and new music to stand, this is a quick way. So everybody wave and say goodbye and <laughs> promote K-pop. Thanks for listening. Mm-hmm.